Hello and welcome to the latest rendition of the AG podcast. I'm Jaminator, your host for this evening, and with me, as always, pushing the buttons is Ash Cohen. Good evening, mate. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Thank you very much, matey. All good. Um, obviously, we'll come on to the podcast derby, which happened in first game of the season later on. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it was a very, very good event, as always. Um, with us uh, this evening as well, we've got Raz. Someone from League One decided to grace us with their appearance. So welcome, Raz. How are you doing? Evening. Nice to have you on, buddy. Um, I say a League One. You're more of a, a Championship sort of player, aren't you? But you know, League One by proxy this season. So, fingers crossed, you'll be out there soon. And um, and today, well, finally, after 13 minutes of trying, we've got Welzer as well. Good evening, Welzer. Good evening, all. Glad to be here. And yeah, have some audio issues, but it's all working now. So, would you like to explain to the listening millions why you had audio issues? Because I have a Mac. And uh, that's all they need to you say. Want, if you want to turn off, we won't be offended. We won't be offended, guys. Um, well, right. <laughs> uh, right, we'll, we'll kick off, boys, because we've uh, we've got quite a bit to get through. So we'll start basically just with a complete and utter humiliating point, which is on the last pod we made uh, some predictions, 14 in total, uh, ranging from this person will be on zero points, this person will be top of the table, this person will have picked up four points, five points, etc. Um, out of 14 predictions, only one came true. So I think we'd better gloss over that quite quickly ash and say <laughs> we'll not do predictions ever again <laughs> uh, or at least not for a couple of weeks so no, uh, we'll, no, we'll maybe come back to that one no one will be coming to us for their lottery numbers that's for sure uh, absolutely not. um right so uh <laughs> number one was jam is going to take the full points against ash and plunkett this was false uh both myself and plunkett took points from yourself jam uh storm will be on zero points uh this is false uh, depending on uh, whether the table's been updated at the time of the podcast coming out um, he took points off Wardy and Bertie uh, Hilly will be on maximum points this is also false uh, he's only taken one uh, one win out of four uh, River will be on zero points he's currently fifth on the league we'll say no more about that uh, if Joe, Buncey and Jeff would be on maximum points this is false although Joe and Buncey are on maximum points uh, Worm will be on maximum points. This is also false, as he's lost two out of the opening four games. Plunkett to be bottom, uh, pointless. Uh, this is false. He took points off Jam. Uh, Soggy will be mid-table. Again, this is false. Um, he is bottom of the table with Neil Poir. Uh, Sofa will take a minimum of three points from Jeff. That one is true. So that Woo-hoo! one is correct. He did take three points uh, from Jeff. Uh, Wince will be high up the table. Uh, that is false. He's currently uh, in the relegation area. Tunners will win against Worm and Gaz, top of the table. Uh, that is false. Uh, Riverman and Soggy to be in the bottom four. That is false, although Soggy is... Um, Sofa to be in the top four, winning at least two of the four. This is false. However, he's just currently outside in fifth, so not too far. Uh, and Worm to be top of the division with top goal scorer. That is also false. Um, so we'll say no more about those, and we'll move on. <laughs> Absolutely, we'll move on. Right, boys, we're going to... Paul Morrison. Yeah, that's it. Only one league he knows about, and that's it. Um... <laughs> 
Right, boys, we'll move on to uh, to League One. Um, so we'll go through, um, again, I'm not going to talk about the, uh, the the table in detail. Uh, um, we'll just pick out some points that are relevant for discussion. So, I mean, for me, obviously, Raz, you know, you're on the podcast, so we might as well come to you first. Only played two games, won one, drawn one. Um, you know, you're, uh, both your games, you uh, were against Andy Brill. So, unfortunately for Andy, not much really to say about that, I guess, apart from the fact that you drew one, you know, I mean, again, everybody would probably expect that you'd pick up maximum points, so what happened? Uh, corners, just loads of <laughs> I couldn't get going, his first game, um, Andy had loads of corners, and my guys can't handle corners, I'll just give that away, but um, <laughs> since, most, since most people basically have uh, 90 plus 538 uh, midgets, um, I don't apply to most people, but Andy just kept banging in corners and eventually he got the 90th minute um, goal off a corner I mean to be fair to him you know again he needs everything he could do <laughs> I did he go and beat everything. him 7-0 on the next one though Yeah, you made him angry is what it was um <laughs> I mean, again, if, for your season so far, again, two games in. Um, what, what we've talked about um, previews on the last episode. What's your aspirations for this season? I assume it's, it's automatic promotion or, or near as damn it. Uh, yeah, um, automatic promotion. I, I don't want to do the playoffs again. Mm. It seems it's a lottery, isn't it? At the end of the yeah. day, you know, you, you just don't know what's going to happen. Um, I mean, you look at the playoffs at the moment, you'd say if you were in there amongst those four players, you'd stand your chance, you know, more than a chance, but you never know on, on you know, a two-game uh, two game playoff how it's going to work. Yeah. Now, it's um, like last year, basically, last season on the, the one-game playoff, it was, you know, it was hit and miss. Like, it just ends up with a game against uh, Storm where the guys just didn't turn up. Mm. Like, neither, neither myself nor Storm had a load of chances. He had one and it went in. Yeah, that's it. Again, you just you just don't know, do you? You don't know how it's gonna how it's gonna pan out. Um, yeah. I mean, looking at the rest of League One, um, we'll come to you, Welzer. Um, in in regards to favourites or supposed favourites going into the start of the season, we had sort of all had Hilly as as one of them. Um, and he's he's struggling. He's really struggling. He wants to be close to his mate Andy Brill. He's down there in eleven. Yeah. What um what's happening there? I'm not sure. Yeah, what's I mean, really. <laughs> I'm not, I'm quite surprised about Hilly because. Last season in the championship, he's he's not a bad player. Um, I'd have thought he would he would probably be top three. You know, I I thought Raz personally would be someone in first place, followed by maybe Worm or Hilly. Um, but at the moment, you can just see like you know Gazgrass is top of the league. I mean, you know, he's done exceptionally well. Payne Wales is, you know, smashing it in League One. So it's you know Satie Wiz. And Harry in sort of the automatic promotion places. I mean, I would probably not have them in those places. Um, but you know, and it's only it's only games yet, you know. But yeah, Hilly's a Hilly's probably the most disappointing so far. Um, yeah, I, he's a good player on his day. I mean, again, from you know chalk and cheese, and from you know bottom of the table to top of the table. I mean, um, Wells has touched on it there, Ash, but our our friend and yours, Gasgrass, is is first. I mean, some yeah. say the site's broken. I say it's well deserved. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, that's it. I mean, he's played six, won four, lost two. Um, I mean, you sort of look at the players that he's played. Tunners, it's not an easy game, you know. Tunners were sort of talked about. Um, you know, by some to sort of be up there. Um, I mean, even Wiz Fox at the moment is sitting in the playoff spots as well. Um, so no, Gaz has had a good start. He'll be very happy with uh, with that. 
Um, and let's see, let's see where it takes him the next few games. Yeah, again, you'd say he's probably not going to stay there, but you know, mind you, he's he's played six games, he's won four of them, you know, so you've got to give him that, and and he won both games. Um, against uh sorry no he won both games against Wizfox, who again himself is doing really well this season um Saty, another one who's doing uh, doing quite well um and, and our mate and yours harry i mean harry um it's interesting i don't know if any of you guys saw this uh, dummy spit raz i'll come to you on this one um he uh, he played tunners recently and pretty much quote unquote said he um he didn't want to play against that type of football it's boring it's win at all cost, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, because I think Tunners did him seven nil, and and another high scoring result. I can't quite remember, but um, he Ricky compared it to Ultimate Team. I mean, have you got any uh, any response to that? Well, I've I've done it before as well. I've compared people to Ultimate Team, but when it comes to Harry, you don't know whether or not they've actually played like Ultimate Team. I played Harry last season, um, and he went straight onto the post and uh, said that I bashed the wings the whole way through the match. Um, <laughs> which was completely incorrect. Uh, I do recall bashing my way straight through his defence, uh, right up the middle at one point. So um, it, it is what it is. You know, uh, you'd think Harry's got the players basically that could match uh, anyone playing FIFA uh, team rules, but you know, obviously not. I think you've just Harry's, got a... he's, he's, he's got quite a good team. Yeah, he's got a good team. You've got to learn, though, haven't you? If, if a certain player is going down the wings all the time or going through it, you just adapt. I, I just don't get how you can say that he just... If he's running at pace with your game, then stop it. You know, you can stop it. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, you can. And I think that's it. You know, you, there's this tactics you can play there, isn't there? You know, you can play drop back. You can... You can do all these things, and ultimately, if he's if he's not going to change that, then that's his downfall. And, and more more power to Tunners for, uh, for for sensing the weakness in his game, I guess. Yeah, you, you will um, get people that will bash down, that will come down the wing, uh, get out wide, force them down the wing, get into the box, and do these lovely little lobs towards the back post where your goalkeeper just can't look up into the sky because you know it's not programmed into the game from to be able to look up. Um, <laughs> but that that works maybe three times. Mm. If you get beat, if if he's doing it a fourth time, there's something wrong with your team. Yeah, absolutely. Um, other than that, I've not really got much to say on um, on League One. It's a bit topsy turvy at the minute. Obviously, again, you've got yourself Raz. I know you've only played two games. Worm and Rhino all out the playoff picture. Payne's looking quite strong, and I think um, you know more to come. Hopefully, on the next podcast, we're expecting two. League One regulars um, to come on, so let's see if they uh, if they do uh, do attend. Um, right, we're going to um, we're going to move on to uh, Joe's F1 segment. Um, so uh, if you want to take it away, Joe, and let us know how things have been going with the F1. Thanks, guys, and welcome back to another F1 roundup. Since we last spoke, we've had two more races, and we're really getting into the swing of the season now. Last Monday night, we were in Zandvoort in Holland, and this Monday, just gone, we were in Spain. Both divisions have had the same win over the last two races. We'll take a quick look at Division 1. Bunce's won the last two races, like I say. In Holland, he won by 24 seconds, quite a uh, large gap from Aaron. We had Wardy in third, Soggy Cabbages in fourth, and Suited Recluse in fifth place. And on Monday, gone, again, he won by 12 seconds in Spain from Soggy Cabbages. In that race, we had Jaminator in third place, we had Wardy in fourth, and we had Golden Bead in fifth. 
Bunce has taken a commanding lead in that championship now. He's on 113 points. We've then got John Ayer on 76, Goldenbeard on 73, and Soggy on 68. Very close to second place there. Looking down to Division 2, like I said, the same winner of both races in X Plunkett. Back to Holland, he won that race by 11 seconds from Riverman. We had Big B in third, we had Sean C in fourth, and Harry in fifth place. Again, he won the week after in Spain. A shorter gap this time, only three seconds clear of Sean C, with Bert another three seconds behind in third place. We then had Riverman in fourth, and we had Tunners in fifth place. The Division 2 Championship is all looking very tight. We've now got Plunkett on top on 89 points. We've got Andy Brill on 81, Riverman on 70, Big B on 60 and Sean C on 54. Numbers are really good at the moment, guys. We've got a steady 12 or 30 in, in Division 1 and 16 in Division 2. We've had a couple of new drivers join lately. There's still places open for anyone who wants to join. Just send me a PM to get involved. The next couple of races we've got uh, two of the harder tracks. We've got Monaco next week and we've got Azerbaijan or Baku the week after. Both should be tight races and I'd expect both championships to have shaken out a bit more after those. Thanks, guys. We'll catch you again. Okay, cheers, Joe. Thank you very much. Um, I mean, boys, we all race in the F1. We've got Monaco looming next week. Um, Ash, your thoughts? Um, always like a good uh, a good race around Monaco, so bring it on, I say. Let's get, let's get it out of the way. That's not what you were saying pre vodcast, <laughs> boys, is it? Jesus Christ. You were crying and everything. That's why we had to really delay the gotta, podcast. Got well to stay positive. Got to stay positive. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I think at the end of the day, it'll be, it is going to be interesting, isn't it? For sure. Um, regards, uh, regards Monaco again, I think last season, I, me and Riverman just, we literally pit stopping every, every rat, uh, every lap having to get a new wing. It was just absolutely atrocious. So let's hope for anything better than that would be, uh, would be a game changer. Um, right boys, we're going to look at the championship now. Um, so Wells, you are uh, in the championship, obviously. Um, so we're going to, um, come to you for insight. First of all, um, I mean, on your season, four games played, three wins and one loss. Um, if you can appraise that first of all, I guess. Uh, it's actually played six now. Um, I lost to Joe twice last night. Oh, uh, of course, yeah. Sorry, I haven't put that but, through. <laughs> yeah, um, but generally quite happy with my start. I mean, uh, I beat the lineal champion in Storm, so <laughs> I think that technically makes me champion. Yeah, exactly. Uh, That's how we're playing it. Absolutely, mate. Take uh, that. But, you know, but I played two good games, got myself off to six points and then took three points off Jeff, um, which I was quite happy with because Jeff's a tough person to break down. Um, and then obviously I played Joe yesterday. Um, first game was very close. Second game, tweak formation. And that was probably my detriment because I, I lost 7-3, um, but did stop the goals as I switched back. So, you know, Joe's Joe's. He's going to be up there with Buncey. Him and Buncey are going to walk this league. But... Um, yeah, if I can sort of stay third, fourth, again, it's a it's a good start, and um, yeah, hopefully, can try and you know push up into the top division. I mean, again, you say Joe and Bunce are going to walk the league. Obviously, we, we definitely had them down as favourites. Um, some people are saying yourself was a favourite. Some people are saying Jeff. I, I actually had Sofa as one of my people I thought would do quite well. And, you know, at the minute, six games played, two wins, one loss, three... Uh, sorry, uh, two games played... Uh, <laughs> 
two wins, one draw, three losses, I should say. Um, and again, you know, so holding his own there, it probably looks like he's set for mid-table, so so fair play to him. Um, someone who is struggling, though, um, Ash, is Rye Jones. Um, you know, four games played, one draw, three losses. Um, some people tipping him to do well this season, not looking so at the moment. No. Um, no, I mean, obviously, he's looking at the games he's played. Um, he's played Joe um, early on. Maybe nothing to be expected there, as, you know, Joe's sort of in the top two. And will be, as you've said, him and Buncey, I think, are going to run away a bit. Um, but obviously, he dropped, uh, he only took a point off Lost Boy um, as well. Um, so that's obviously just leaving them on one point. Uh, out of those opening four games. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm still confident. I, I don't think he's going to push towards those sort of um, top six, but I do think he's going to be in that sort of middle spot, you know, the, the sort of uh, the three uh, dead spaces, if you want to call them that, um, in the next few games. Yeah, I mean, again, it's interesting. He, he's going to have a fair fair bit to do to climb out of there, and it's who he gets replaced by. You know, you could argue MJG, um, potentially Lost Boy, uh, again, maybe. Um, Wardy, someone who's not doing quite as well either this season. Um, Wells, I touched on it earlier on, talking about the lineal champion, the Tyson Fury of the championship. Uh, Raz, Storm has uh, played two, lost two. I think he's potentially played two more now as well, um, but I'm not quite sure about that. Um, how do you see Storm's chances this season? It depends on at what stage this season he finds his tackle button. This is true. This is true, um, to be fair. Although I haven't seen that he scored three goals uh, in those two games. I'm assuming he's lost his shit button as well. <laughs> he could just be playing with a joystick. Sega Mega Drive or, you know, um, Atari style. Who knows? He could just literally have his analog sticks. He could have absolutely anything. A storm. He could have a blender sitting in front of him using it. <laughs> he could have a, a controller made by Apple. I mean, yeah. Wilson knows how bad that would be. <laughs> that would be, <laughs> to be terrible. Fair. Um, but no, I mean, look, you know, he's again, he's someone that we've all we've all played and, and on his day can do quite well and, and sometimes doesn't. So, again, it's going to be interesting to see how he does this season. Um, we, we talk at Ash as well about Bunsey, um, you know, being at the top of the table there. Six out of six, six one, no draws, no loss. Yeah. A healthy goal difference as well. I mean, it's all looking positive for Bunty this season. Wouldn't you agree? It is, yeah. Um, I mean, as you say, six out of six. He's scored 24 goals and so the most in the league. Um, you know, if he, he can, uh, if he can carry that on, um, then yeah, he's going to be up there. But I'll just let's not get too ahead of ourselves because uh, if you remember at the start of the last season's podcast, um, mm. he said he was going to go up. Um, either undefeated or do it quite convincingly and uh, <laughs> that, that didn't go far but yeah I mean six wins out of six is it, you can't get any stronger than that so let's mm. see where he is next sort of a uh, few games if he's carried on that undefeated um, that undefeated run yeah I mean it, it, again any anyone else that you want to pick out in the, in the championship round since it's the, uh, the league you're in buddy I'm not in the championship you're getting ahead of yourself. Oh, Raz, sorry, Wells, I do apologise. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, Sofa's someone I've played probably eight games in um, the head-to-head, and he, you know, he's been a tough player. We've had some good games, so I expect him to be up there. Um, Wince is another player that you know, I find him quite tough to play against. You know, he's quite attacking, so. He will climb out, but you know, at the moment, you know, you've got Buncey, Joe, top two, hopefully myself in third, but you know, possibly Sofa, Jeff, 
Uh, it could be anyone, really. I mean, Big B's doing very well. But, you know, I don't you know. Without looking at who's played it, he could drop off. Um, a bit like, you know, myself and Soph and Jeff, really. We could all switch with a few players. But I suspect, you know, the four currently there will be there for you know the sh- especially the short foreseeable future mm. i mean again boys if, if anyone's wondering why things have gone a little bit quiet we've uh, we just reached the end of the bfa um, we'll give you a quick live response to what's going on ash uh, was having a little bit of a debate with himself before the podcast go with, yeah. with his heart or his head yeah um it looks like he's gone with um with neither because he's picked an arsenal player um <laughs> He's lost all sense and gone for Martin Odegaard at 33 million. Um, oh, and Wells had a little cheeky bid as well. No wonder you're all bloody not, not listening to me. What's going I was, on? <laughs> I was a little poor as well. I was going, send, send, submit, submit. I mean, yeah, don't, don't do too many things at once on that Mac. You know, you might end up blowing your house up or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was again. listening to Jam and I've managed to miss out on uh, Arthur Cabral. Oh, well, I do um, apologise, mate. No, it's, it's fine. Imagine, imagine bidding five hundred thousand more than 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 my bid on a on a Basel player as well. That's that's impressive. Um, Rhino forty three million on uh, on a mystery player. Let's see who that ends up being. Um, Let's hope these guys aren't shitters because people will be unhappy. Um, Riverman forty four million on a mystery player. Both uh, both mysteries going for early forties there. What did um, Joe Gomez go for in the end? I will get there in just a second. We've got uh, Joe, 23.1 million on Manala. <laughs> yeah, which we talked about, you know, go Joe Gomez and Manala. There's not much difference in terms of the, the you know, the stats at all. Um, so it's very, very interesting for them to be such a disparity in the uh, in the prices there. Um, Bertie, oh, Bertie, just 100,000 100, outbidding Gazgrass there for uh, Valverde, 46 uh, million. That's dirt. A hundred thousand. Yeah, forty-six point two million. Um, oh my party. word, Joe Gomez. All right, boys. Is any is anybody actually seen it yet? Uh, yeah, right yeah. yeah. Jesus, ninety-six million. I mean, I said a hundred million before the podcast, so I'll, I'll take that. I'm, I'm taking that as a win. I mean, uh, it's, it's interesting because obviously, you know, we talked a little bit about Manalas and, and Gomez. Uh, you know, sort of before you the podcast. Five, I mean, you could surely five mana lasses would would defend better than one Joe Gomez just through sheer numbers. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, obviously, what mana lass went for 20, 20 or twenty five million, maybe just under twenty five million. Um, and then Gomez has obviously gone for ninety six million. Um, so got just the four mana lass, then you could get in your in your back four instead of one one Joe Gomez. <laughs> <laughs> defender. That's what oh, sorry? oh, it is. Yeah, it's a hell. Of... I mean, but, look, do you know if that's if that's what he needs, that's what. Yeah, he needs. I mean, it goes it it goes back it. to that point, doesn't it? About if you know we've said before that players will pay whatever they value a player at. If that now, if Joe Gomez now gets him in that sort of you know towards the top top six, even top four, um, mm. then it's ninety six million well spent. I mean, again, some big some decent players. You know, no bids there for Yuri Barish. Barish, am I saying that, Raz? Tell me how I'm saying it. The uh, yeah, athletic back. Bilbao left, left back. back. Yeah, I didn't know there was an athletic Bilbao oh, left back on it. Diego Godin, zero bids. Um, you know, again, look, there's not because of how we're doing in terms of money this season. There's not many bargains to be had in Zaleb's. Let's be honest. 
Um, so I think any sort of any bids recently, you're going to be looking at playing upwards of, of 20, 25, 30 million for a good player. And that's not to be unexpected. So let's uh, let's hope another BFA rolls around quick before the how, money can be replenished. How much do you reckon that the, uh, one of the mystery players that people bid 44 odd million for is going to be Johan Hova, 65 rated? <laughs> I mean, let's hope so. Let's hope so. That would be, especially if it's rhinos. That would be even funnier. Or river, uh, river would be even funnier, actually. Um, but uh, but yeah, all all good. Um, right, boys, we're going to throw over to the COD team for their COD segment. So um, Punkit and Hilly, whoever is doing the COD segment this week, take it away. Hi guys, Hilly here for your COD update. So the league table has finished. The league phase has finished. So let's have a look at the league table. Top of the table, no surprises, Jakesy and Bry coming top of the table, winning all of their games. So congratulations to them. Second place was a joint second this year with three teams finishing all tied. They were Ash and Paulos, Harry and Tompy, and Buncey and Sean. So congratulations to those guys coming uh, joint second. Unfortunately, the Wooden Spoon um, was also joint this year. It went to Gaz and Storm and Joe and Payne, picking up one victory each. So um, commiserations to those guys. Let's have a look at some stats from the COD League as well. So there is a stats blog. Um, if you'd like to have a look at that, it is live in the blog section. I believe it is the most recent one still. So have a look and check that out if you haven't already. Uh, the top five individual killers were Jakesy, Buncey, Sofa, Plunkett and Tompy. So those guys received a 5 million Scudo bonus for being the top um, killers divided by the number of matches that they played. So well done to them. So we move on to the knockouts. The knockouts now is live. Um, no matches have been played yet, but th uh, I see that they're in action and hopefully we'll get a couple of fixtures done as soon as possible this week. So the first fixture um, in the knockout is myself versus Wardy, Wardy and his partner, and the winner of that gets to take on Jake Z. The second tie is Sofa versus Joe, and the winner of that tie takes on Buncey. Third game is Plunkett and his partner versus Brilliant Aaron, and they take on the winner, uh, sorry, the winner takes on Ash and Paulos. And then uh, Wayne G and his partner take on Storm and Gaz, and the winner of that will take on Tompey. So Jakesy, Buncey, Ash, Tompey and their respective partners um, all made it through to the uh, quarterfinals by coming top four in the league um, and they received their two million buy bonus already. That's already been completed and paid out. Um, but who will they be playing in the quarterfinals? And then we have a knockout going through all the way so there can only be one winner. Will it be Jakesy? The bookies probably think it will be. But stay tuned for a potential upset. Uh, upset and an update going forward. Cheers, guys. Thanks for having me on the podcast. And yeah, I'll hand you back over to the boys. Thank you very much, boys. Right, so, boys, we're going to talk about the Prem. Uh, obviously, me and Ash reside in the Prem. Um, Ash, we'll get straight to it. The um, the podcast derby, as it's uh, as it's known. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's. I've come out on top this season, uh, just with four points out of the uh, the six available. Um, again, tight games, though. You'd agree, very very tight games. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, always end to end, as we always have. Uh, Got to lose it in the last. Uh, last minute 
I'd have last taken kick. two. Last kick of the game. I'd have taken two points um, instead of the one, but uh, yeah, it wasn't meant to be. But no, good game, end yeah, to end if, as always. If, if memory recalls, I think flicked it over the top. Jesus just manages to get his toe on it before your goalkeeper can, um, yeah. and, and puts it past. So you know, I mean, Gabriel Jesus, that's seventy something million well spent on the deadline day last season. Um, but look, the the, the main uh, meat and drink of um, of the Prem is um, is the fact that Jaxie is still top, unsurprisingly, yep. uh, four wins out of four. Sean riding his coattails though, four out of four as well. Um, Arguably, you could say, though, I mean, Jaxie's played yourself, Ash, and he's played suited two more established, shall we say, Prem, prem players. Sure. Uh, whereas Sean has played um, Riverman and Soggy Cabbages. So, right, yeah. potentially two people he would be expected to beat, but um, again, nonetheless impressive. Um, and then you've got Stevie and Burger Boy. So, last season's top four quite quickly established himself as, as this season's top four with the three point gap to Riverman and myself in, in fifth and sixth. So, I guess early season appraisal, Ash, who's doing well, who's doing worse than you'd expect? Yeah, I mean, obviously, Jaxie and Sean, uh, we we thought they were going to do well. Jaxie particular, Sean, obviously. It's the same with Stevie Boy as well, although Stevie's obviously um, drawn one of his games. Um, you know, the sort of top four there, I, I think will be the top four that stay there at the end of the season. I think you'll see some movement between those positions. Well, definitely in second, third and fourth. Um, you know, Jaxi, if Jaxi plays like Jaxi, um, then he, he's going to keep that number one spot. Um, I mean, obviously, Riverman, I mean, a lot of people had him to go down, I think, at the start of the season. You know, obviously, first season in the Prem last year, managed to stay up. Um, but, you know, mid-table, fifth, um, he's not had a bad start. Um, two wins and a draw. No, he hasn't. He's doing, I mean, yeah, he's doing well. Um so he's doing well up there. Uh, sort of looking towards the bottom. Uh, Soggy, Soggy's at the bottom. Six out, uh, six played six, lost lost six. Um, it's going to be tough to see him stay up in this division, I think. Um, I mean, Aaron is, at the moment is obviously not really a true reflection because he's played two games less than everybody else. Um, so it's going to be interesting come the uh, come the next one. I think Plunkett is going to be a bit further down. Um, with Soggy in those automatic spots, I should I, I say. Um, but yeah, and I mean, as far as my t- myself goes, uh, disappointing start really. Um, obviously, you know, we've touched upon the uh, the the the, uh, the three points to you. Um, I've played who else? I played Jaxi. Uh, when I think I think I was a little bit unlucky not to take anything the first game. Maybe a point. Um, second game, I never saw the light of day. And then also just played Mark, which managed to somehow get three points. A little bit undeserved, um, but I'll take it. Uh, I've got Paul on Saturday. Um, so, fingers crossed, we can pick up some points there and propel a little bit further up the table. I mean, it's risky playing him when Leon's not at school. Well, <laughs> yeah. It's risky business. Um, <laughs> um, I mean... Uh, Ash touched on it there. Wells, uh, Soggy not doing the best this season, unfortunately. I mean, potentially a bit of second season syndrome kicking in, do you think? Yeah, possibly. Um, he's scored eight goals this season and, and conceded 20. So in the Prem, you know, you've got to start scoring goals because, you know, Ash, uh, as Ash and you boys alluded to, the, the, this, the class between sort of, I mean, obviously top four is top four, but you know, a lot of you boys are, can quickly put uh, put up a lead. You know, look at Paul Lowe's. He's very lethal. He smashes people recently. So, yeah, Soggy, I reckon, will go down um, potentially with Plunkett. I mean, 
just looking at the table there, I mean, you've got Suited and Aaron both have barely scored goals as well. So you're struggling in the Prem if you're not scoring. Mm, I, would agree. I mean, I don't have any doubts Aaron will score goals, but having played Suited in a few games and playing him in a head-to-head, it... It is. It's very. It's a strange playstyle. It, it does feel like quite a cagey playstyle sometimes from from suited when I when I play him, um, for sure. Um, but look, you know, let's um, let's see how um, how we go with um, with him. Um, in terms of um, just something you picked up on, uh, you mentioned as well, uh, Ash. You said about Plunkett being lower down. I mean, Plunkett. He, he absolutely took me apart. When uh, when we played in that first game, the connection wasn't brilliant, but that's no no excuse. He he demolished me, you know, six one, yeah, in that first game. And um and again, it, I'll be honest, it shocked me going into the game. I was thinking, right, I need six points because everyone else will get six points against Plunkett, which maybe isn't the nicest thing to think about. But you know, you've got to, like you've said, you've got to take your chances in the prem. Um, and and I think he just caught me massively off guard. So um, so fair play to him. Um. In in terms of um, the, the the other people potentially that could be not having the greatest season, um, again, we we talk about it in saying okay, well, Aaron's probably not going to stay there in in the bottom bottom three or bottom four, should I say? On the proviso that Suited and Plunkett do stay there with Soggy, who's going to be replaced by um, by Aaron? You know, Paul O's, Mark, yourself, Ash, um, Raz. Who who do you think could drop in? Um, it, well. I think I think like you said basically uh, likes to sit in Aaron probably will pull themselves out of there. I can see Plunkett going further down. Um, depending on if Leon's uh, got extended holidays um, or he reads the summer, uh, Paul O's could probably end up down there. Mm. Um, I'd hope Riverman ends up down there along with Adama Drury, but um, <laughs> somehow I can't see it. But um, there's a couple there basically that um, maybe start a bit quicker and had an easier opposition and could find themselves in a couple of weeks' time falling back into uh, towards that relegation zone pretty quickly. Mm. Yeah, again, I think it's going to be a tough season this season like we've talked about. And for me, I think I'd be quite happy with, with again, fourth, fifth, sixth, anywhere around there. Obviously, the Prem, it's, you said before, Ash, in the Championship about a dead space. I think in the Prem, anything above above tenth and you, you, you're laughing, really. Um, you're quite happy as long as you're not in 10th, 11th, 12th, 13th you're absolutely fine well yeah um, I mean that's it I mean this is the top this is the top division of the site this is where you want to play and this is where I'm sure every player wants to play at one point um, so you know if you can stay in the premiership then uh, <laughs> if you're not in that sort of top four top five um, then you know it's been a good season hmm for sure. Um, all right, boys. We'll um, we'll move on from the uh, from the prem and from the leagues in general. We're going to go over to Bertie for the golf segment this week, and then we're going to come back to talk about the uh, the preview for the club's event this Friday. So take it away, Bertie. Thanks, guys. Since I was with you last, we had the final stages of the match play. The semi-finals saw Joe and Riverman face off, with Riverman prevailing while Wince played Wizfox in an absolute epic. It went to the fifth extra hole before Wince finally won. In the final itself, Wince outlasted Riverman with a great back nine to take the match play trophy. At the other end, a terrible end of season run from Paul Laws saw him in the wooden spoon match where he was beaten by Andy and he wins the wooden spoon. 
Week one of the regular season is already back and finished. Suitor de Clues was the winner, and we are now on to week two. Big welcome to Payne Wales, who just joined the tour. And for anyone out there who's thinking of getting the game, it's currently on special offer for less than £20. So go and get it, I think it's a great game, and well worth £20. Until next time, thanks guys. Okay, cheers, Bertie. Thank you very much. Right, boys. I think um, I think we're all now involved after a late surge from yourself, Welser, uh, being picked as a wild card. Um, we're all now going to be involved in the uh, the um, the club's event on Friday and the Friday two weeks after that. Um, in terms of the um, the squads, I mean, Ash, I'll, I'll come to you first. You've you've ended up with the Mark the Shark. Yeah. Um, I, I I heard on the grapevine. I mean, again. I, I, there's a, there's a spreadsheet apparently you have to fill out if you want to join this team. I mean that just um, sounds absolutely ridiculous to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> we've got uh, no, it's not ridiculous at can all. You, can we've you confirm got... those rumours? Um, anything. <laughs> I cannot confirm nor deny. We've got a very passionate captain who's organised. Mm. That's what I say. Um, yeah, I mean I, I'm really really looking forward to it. I really enjoyed the last one. Um, some really good teams there. Um, a good mix. Um, so yeah, let's uh, roll on Friday, uh, because it's going to be good, 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 good fun. It is going to be good fun. I mean, that John Terry captain lookalike of yours is, um, is absolutely no chance that he's going to win anything with, uh, with that team that he's assembled, unfortunately. I mean, you know, you've got too many showboaters in there. You've got Jeff, you've got yourself shooting from impossible angles. I mean, Bunsey, bless him, he's going to be sat there while you're all charging up the field. He's the only one that's going to be defensively minded by the look of it. So it's going to be interesting for sure. Um, Raz, you uh, you have obviously got yourself on probably the, the funnest team um, looking at the, um, the, the setup. Um, I can only imagine what sort of very public planning has gone into your team's uh, chances this season. Um, I can neither confirm nor deny that uh, Storm has not sent out a spreadsheet. Um, I don't even think he, I think he's still folding the spreadsheet. Um, uh, he's, he's got again. He's got a good team. He's got he's picked uh, um, good players and Harry. Um, you know, I will not have you talk some... about Cafu like that. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, less cafe, more cafe. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's got subs in there. Uh, he's got Arn, good attackers. Um, I believe MJG is a, a, a apparently a defender. He's a good uh, good centre back, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Big B likes playing defensively, so he, he has picked a, a, a mixed bunch. Mm. You know, good strikers. Um, I'll play um, defence. Um, as well, so uh, City. Um, I, I've seen City play on Profiles before, um, and he plays like City. And Harry, um, I, I believe he played right back in the last one. He did. Um, how often did he stay there? Uh, you wouldn't afford it. I mean, considering you he, scored, have he, scored the, he scored the first goal of the tournament, you know, so I mean, that, that tells you everything you need to know, really. Oh, he's, um, he's advanced right back. Yeah, yeah, advanced in, um, not academical, we're talking advanced it up the pitch. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, but, uh, but no, I think, look, you know, that team, fair play to Storm, he's picked a decent team there. I think um, 
when uh, when I was sort of writing it down as it was um, as it was uh, coming through, I was quite quite surprised actually at the uh, the quality of player he's managed to pick up. Um, the the one team, Wells, I know you're on you're on Ash's team um, and, and Mark's team there. Obviously, the one team we've not touched on yet is Andy Brill's team. Um, suited Berger, Riverman. I mean, these guys obviously play clubs together on on the uh, the regular. Um, part of me feels like um, you know Andy Brill. He's he's very much got a team of egos. There is is my worry. Um, you know, he's this sweaty banana <laughs> guy apparently plays plays um, clubs with these lot as well. You know, Riverman Burger suited. All it's going to take is you know one little spark, and it's going to be uh, Kieran Dyer and Lee Bowyer all over again. I think suited and Burger and Riverman will be having a bit of a triple threat in the centre circle if um, if one of them is uh, shooting over the bar. Could I say there? Looking on paper, they've got they've got to be favourites because they all play clubs together, you know, a couple of times a week. Yeah. So, but which is a, it can be a detriment because also all our, you know the other teams are you know looks more laid back and you know we all want to win. So perhaps that's going to be their downfall. You know, they're mm. all they they kind of expected to win because they play together, they know each other's play styles. But um, I think there's a a good mix. You know, some, you know, look at every team is all you know. Sort of, especially four or five that you think you know they're very good Cubs players. You know, it's a completely different ball game to eleven aside. You know, it's almost like say five aside, eleven aside real life football is completely different. Oh yeah, and again, it's nobody's under, well. Hopefully, nobody's under any illusions that this this Friday is not going to be a VFL. Raz, you can probably attest to that. You know, the um, the, the quality and in, in in some teams, not all teams, you obviously should say, it'll be a lot more organised. You know, this is very much going to be. I know for a fact our team, we're not going to get much practice in at all. So we're going to just turn up and and smash everybody on the night. To be honest, rather than rather than practicing it first. Um, yeah. But uh, but it's going to be interesting. I mean, for me, like you say, when we played the Storm, we're going to make sure we we attack down the left. We've we've already got um, you know we've already got procedures in place for that. We're going to attack Harry, um, and then uh, wherever Storm is, we'll we'll attack that space as well. Um, and, you know, and we'll go from there. But it's going to be interesting. Look, I think the the format, if if memory serves, this time round, we're going to get more games. Last time we played, I think it was three games only. This time we're going to play. Um, I think it's four or five. Um, on the night, so there's going to be a little bit of a longer event as well, uh, more akin to the normal time limit an event goes on for. So I think it should be good. It's going to be good fun. Um, but just, I mean, just before we move on from there, um, Ash, first of all, have you got anything else you you want to talk about regarding the club's event? Um, no, other than roll on Friday and come on team, Mark the Shark. I don't know if we've got a name yet, Wells, have we? I don't think we decided on one. <laughs> I think I think we have got one. I think there's there's one penciled in. Is it? Or is it on the spreadsheet? It's on the spreadsheet. For <laughs> our eyes only. <laughs> Excel doesn't work on Mac, therefore Wilson is not playing. Yeah. <laughs> um, fair enough. Uh, I mean, Raz, any any last comments on the um, on the upcoming clubs event? Uh, no, we're going to shock everybody, and we've got um, with David Mar- Moyes in charge. It's just going to be like watching West Ham this season. Yeah, I mean to be fair, again, if you're not playing in West Ham's kit, that is a big disappointment. I um, see and somebody suggested playing in Sturm Grass's kit. Um, that's just ridiculous. It needs to be West Ham. It does. It does need to be West Ham for sure. Um, or, or you know, the Swedish kit to, to appease your um, your star striker, um, who uh, who of course will be um, will be very interested. Uh, just quickly. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, oh no, because it'd be an Everton kit, obviously. Anything but Liverpool. Um, <laughs> 
just uh, just a quick one, boys, before we uh, before we start to wrap up the pod as well. We've got um, a hot take on who the uh, the forty four million and forty three million mysteries were. Um, for me, I'd, I'd be honest, lads, I'd be quite disappointed if I got these players and had laid out the best part of you know uh, fifty million pound for them. We're looking at Isco has gone to Riverman. Not much pace there at all, so he'll be back on the market probably. Um, and Thorgan Hazard, you know, the, the poorer poorer imitation of the Hazard brothers has gone to Rhino for 43 million. Um, Raz, your, your take on those two mysteries? I'm just raging that it's not uh, Ho- uh, Johan Hover, because that would have been even more better. But um, it it, it's, it's, it's too, you know, they may be slower, but um, uh, you'll probably see them sold on by both of them really quickly. But um, they're still two really good players. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, um, so for Welzer. Yeah, I was, it's a bit disappointing. I was expecting someone, you know, a lot better in the mysteries. But yeah, we agree. Riverman will probably that probably won't suit his style, and Rhino will probably ship him to Pain or someone soon. <laughs> um, Ash, if you'd have got your M two players, would you have been happy? Um. No, probably. Well, no. <laughs> 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 All right. No, I, I, I try and find some positives. Um, no, I mean, Isco, if you play with a camp, um, you could probably do a good job there. I mean, I think out of the two, I'd probably prefer Hazard because I think you can get a bit more versatility out of him. Uh, but, I mean, I don't think either of them are going to light the league up. Let's leave it at that. Yeah, no, I would agree. If we do predictions um, this week, can we do a prediction on, on how long it will take both of them to put them up for sale? Um, I mean, to be fair, I, I think that even though the podcast has got about two more minutes to run, they could be up before we even finish, boys. So yeah, I think, yeah, I think it, would be, uh, it would be a difficult one to call. Um, no, in, in the spirit of that, um, again, we will wrap up there. Um, Thank you very much for uh, for all your input tonight, boys. Uh, well, as a thanks for finally managing to get the map working. Thanks, Steve Jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much, Steve Jobs. Uh, but no, thanks for coming on, buddy. Um, appreciate the input as always. Um, and uh, hopefully it won't be too long before we get you on again soon. Thank you very much for having me. It's been a pleasure. No problem, mate. Pleasure's ours. Raz, thank you very much for stepping up for League One on behalf of uh, of your surrogate league. Um, hopefully next uh, next podcast will be a bit more interesting in terms of the uh, the guest lineup. Um, be a bit more explosive. We'll see. Uh, but thank you very much for coming on, Raz. I appreciate it. No worries. Somebody's got to represent these mugs. That's it, mate. That's it. You said it, not me. You said it, not me. <laughs> I might be thinking it, but you said it. <laughs> Uh, and Ash, thank you very much as always. Uh, thanks for pressing the buttons. Thank you very much for uh, for being the uh, the the pinky to my brain. Yeah, no worries. It's been a pleasure as always, and uh, see you on the next one. All right, thank you very much. Take care, everybody. Stay safe. We'll catch you on the next one. Thank you. Thank you.